0: Welcome to the podcast of Troy Brewer, a guitar playing, globe trotting, book writing, Bible thumping, star watching, radio TV hosting, church leading, Alamo saluting, Texan, and drop dead, sewed out, Jesus freak. Most people now are not pre-trib rapture people. Right. And I want to tell you, I don't think it's because people got smart. I think it's I think it's because people got the got theologically lazy. Wow. And that's gonna make people well, that's gonna make people really mad and so say that's not nice. But I wanna just tell you, people are like, no, we don't want to be into that. We just don't want it's just too weird. Those are the same kind of people that don't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. same kind of people that don't believe in this. It's like it's just too weird. Dude, it is fundamental to me. And I even have a whole lot of friends and a lot of ministries that I'm plugged into that they believe, they, they don't believe in a lot of the prophetic stuff that I believe in, but they're so biblically prophetic and you can't be biblically prophetic um, without believing in the rapture of the church. Now. Right. And, and I know that there's a big dis- disagreement among all of us, but our worldview has to be, has to be if you're not going to believe that Jesus actually prophesied and that it was prophesied all the way up until Jesus and then Jesus again, that Israel was going to be dispersed and that Israel was actually going to become a nation again, which everybody made fun of. And then once Israel became, a, became an actual nation again, a prophetic clock was moving forward and the end of the age of the Gentiles is about to be over, which is the end of the church age, right? It's all gonna go back to Israel and King Jesus is gonna actually show up and redeem Israel. But before all that, he's going to rapture the church. If that's not your biblical lens, then it's probably replacement theology, which means, hey, the Jews don't matter. And he wasn't talking about actually Jewish people. He was talking about the church baloney. God still has a plan for Israel, or you're going to believe in all kinds of crazy stuff. There's a lot of people that actually that actually believe crazy things, like all the prophetic promises were fulfilled during the days of Jesus, and there's nothing else for us to hope in. That's
1: kind of sad.
0: It is sad. I wouldn't
1: want to believe
0: that. <laughs> we could go through, you know, that's that's called a millennialism, and it's just crazy. And there's just all kinds of stuff. Here's the bottom line: I believe, and and again, if if you don't believe it, I I it's okay. I I. I'm just telling you, it's okay, but this is what I believe. I believe that there is a calendar. And that the calendar begins at the fall of Adam, and that there's basically two thousand years from the fall of Adam to Abraham, and then two thousand years from Abraham to King Jesus, two thousand years from Jesus until now. That's six days because a day is a day is to the Lord is a thousand years, right. and then right at the seventh day we have the rapture of the church, we have the great tribulation, the wrath of God poured out upon all humanity. Then Jesus comes back to save Israel with the church. Mm-hmm with the church and then he rules and reigns and establishes his government upon this earth literally for 1,000 years and gives us dominion to rule and reign for 1,000 years. At the end of that 1,000 years, he finishes it all off and there's the great white throne judgment. That is the end of the seventh day or the end of the 1,000 years. And then after that, it begins. What is it? Uh, I don't know. It continued. is it's to be continued. <laughs> so this is like the prequalifier for what God has for us, and eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what the Lord has for us. Yeah. Right. And so to me, man, uh, the 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 rapture of the church is just so fundamental. And I have I know a lot of people who are a whole lot smarter than me that do not believe this. Uh, they get off into all kinds of craziness, and they'll get like into the Old Testament they'll get like into the Old Testament prophets and they'll say, the Bible means, this This is what these same people say. They say, the Bible means exactly what it says, except for if it's talking about the rapture of the church. Then it doesn't mean that.
1: That's strange.
0: But it means it in every other way, but it doesn't mean that concerning the rapture of the church. It's bogus. Yeah,
1: that's
0: strange. And I, I just, I'm just telling like, no, um, you can hate me for it, but I'm going to believe that you can actually, I, I just believe it. I just believe it's real. So I'm going to show you and I'm going to say this. And then another thing is this too. A lot of people don't believe in the rapture of church simply because they don't want to wrap their head around the book of Revelation. It scares them. Mm-hmm. They like Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but right. they don't like Jesus in the book of Revelation. <laughs> right? Yes. And... I'm like, no, listen, Jesus is Jesus in Revelation. Mm -hmm. He's he's demonstrating the Father in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Mm -hmm. but he's actually in full demonstration of of himself. That's why the book is called The Revelation of Jesus. It's like Jesus totally revealed, right? And so that's another reason. Another reason is because it's mysterious and it's prophetic, and a lot of people just don't want to mess with the prophetic. They just don't want to mess with it. Well, all those things light me up.
1: Yeah. Yes, they do. We know.
0: (laughs) And I'm all about, you know, man, I see Jesus tells us that there's two things we have to believe in. We had to believe in his return, but we also had to believe in his imminent return, meaning Mm -hmm. it could be at any moment. If that's at the end of the at the if that's at the end of the tribulation or the midpoint of the tribulation, that's impossible. Yeah. It's just impossible. It's like, no, we have to believe because here's the deal. You know, in, in Matthew chapter 25, he says this. He says, okay, the, he's like, look, the bridegroom is coming. Uh, and and he goes off into these, these five foolish virgins. And there are five wise virgins. And here's the deal. They're all set aside by the Lord. All of them are. And they're waiting for the Lord to show up. But there's five who are living the life consecrated to the purpose of it can happen any day. The other five are not living a life consecrated to the purpose that it could happen any day. Yeah. So in Matthew 20, 20, in Matthew chapter 25, what he says is this there are some people in the body of Jesus that are consecrated to the imminent return. And there are some people that are not. They're still brides for for Christ, but they miss the rapture. Mm. Wow. They miss it. And that's what Matthew chapter 25 is. Everybody thinks that, man, if you're saved, you're gonna be raptured. No. No, I, I really don't think that. I think that there's a lot of people that are saved that uh, are, um, are not looking for the imminent return. What qualifies the five wise virgins to go in the place where the door is shut, mm-hmm. just exactly like uh, Noah's Ark. Yeah. The door was shut by God Almighty Himself after the right people entered in. And then you know what? They sat there for how long? Seven days before mm-hmm. the rains came and the whole world changed. How long is the rapture going to be? Seven years mm-hmm. before the Lord shows up and the whole world changes.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Right? So again, that's a, that's another great picture yeah. of it. Um. So Matthew 25 tells us we had to believe in the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're not looking for Jesus to return, then you're looking for the Antichrist to show up.
1: Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's not what, that's not our ball You're game.
0: looking for a political thing. You're looking for this. You're looking for that. Yeah. And we can actually see those things taking place as we ramp up towards revelation. We can, but I'm looking unto Jesus, knowing Amen. that at any moment, dude, any yeah. moment I go, whoa, and then all my priorities are gonna change. I
1: love that. Comment below right now if you are mm. looking unto Jesus. Say, I am looking <laughs> unto Jesus.
0: Okay, so Matthew 25, verse 13 says, watch therefore, for you do not know neither the day nor the hour which the Son of Man is coming. Yeah. So he's like, this is about the imminent return and not everybody who has set themselves apart for the bridegroom is, actually gets to go into the, bride, the bridegroom's chamber. Mm-hmm. Only those people who believe in the imminent return, those are rapture-ready people.
1: Rapture-ready people. There's another one. Is. Comment below, I am a rapture-ready person. I love that. There's
0: a new mug, rapture ready. Rapture (laughs) ready. That's exactly right, I like that. So same thing in Revelation 3.3. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. Wow. He's like, look, if you don't believe in the imminent return, and if you're not going to be consecrated to the life that at any given moment, Jesus Christ is going to show up and change everything, mm. call you up to meet him in the air. And you have a glorious feast called the 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 Passover, not the Passover, what's it called? It's called the wedding supper of the lamb, right? And we're going to get together and we're going to do that. And if you don't believe in that, he says, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to show up and you're going to experience great loss.
1: Wow. You know, that makes me think of like- You're going
0: to get robbed.
1: Stores and places or even people's homes. How do you prepare for a thief? Mm. Well, you I make sure that you're.
0: Guns you make sure do, that like. you're equipped. Oh, okay. You
1: make sure that you are prepared. Mm-hmm. That you are aware, right? Yep. And so that's how we can be, you know, a bride that is prepared, equipped, ready. Come on. Yeah.
0: First Thessalonians five four, but you brothers are not in darkness, <laughs> so that the day should surprise you as a thief. So there are actually people who it will not surprise them as a thief. They'll understand. This is it, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's fixing to happen. Like any given moment, it's gonna happen. And there's gonna be other people who be clueless and go, nah, nah, that's all pie in the sky kind of craziness, yada, yada, yada. Listen, Game of Thrones is on. Oh, uh, uh, Marvel's got a new show on. Oh, and, and they're caught up in the things of the world yeah. yeah, and they're clueless. And they have a heart for the things of the Lord, but they're not consecrated to his return. Wow,
1: that's good. That
0: is a big deal, y'all. That's good. It is a really big deal. And so that's a game changer for me. Yeah, some somebody asked me uh, somebody that goes to church in Oregon, and they said, "Hey, look, I go to this church. It's a really good church. Um, they they love Jesus, but they don't believe in the rapture, and they don't want anything to do with it. You know, is that a church? I think that is healthy for me to go to. And you know what? I told them, no." If you want to go through the tribulation, then go ahead and walk with that and 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 be a part of all that. But you will experience great loss and you'll be ripped off because you have re- you have respect for people that are not looking for Jesus to come back at any given moment.
1: Wow, that's crazy. And for me like when I grew up, I was not really taught about the ro- the rapture until I was at this church. And so that's just my that's my base of knowledge is what you preach. So I'm like, yeah, obviously y'all didn't know obviously, that. Obviously. Obviously.
0: Right. <laughs> First Thessalonians five, four. I want to read one more time, but you brothers are not in darkness. So this day should surprise you like a thief in the night. Do you know the Bible literally says there's going to be people that are raptured that will not be surprised. They'll be like, yeah, I knew it. I knew, I knew it was coming. Now, <laughs> yeah. this is what everybody says. They're like, okay, Jesus says no man knows the day or the hour. Right. So what they think is everybody has to be surprised. No, that is not the same thing. Just because you don't know the day or the hour doesn't mean that it should surprise you. If it does surprise you, it's because you were not consecrated to the mm-hmm. return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, so a real good, a real good example of that is this. My wife got home from Vietnam last week, right? I I knew that she was I knew that she was coming home, and I knew that. But here's the deal. She wanted to surprise me <laughs> and she booked an earlier flight. And instead of coming in at nine o'clock, she landed at four. And she showed up at my house, (laughs) like, ta-da. And man, I like that. (laughs) But I want to just tell you, my house was clean.
1: Yeah.
0: My house smelled good. I washed all the clothes. I'd washed all the sheets. I'd done all the things that she would typically do. My dishes were washed. And so instead of her showing up and her showing up early and her going, and me going, oh, wait, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I wrecked the moment. Yeah. So stupid. No, I know. It's like around this time. And who knows? She's liable to show up earlier than I think. And I'll be dipped if she didn't. And so I wasn't surprised. I yeah. was happy. It was unexpected, but I was not surprised because it was also expected. You Do you understand al- what I yeah, mean by that? Yeah, you were
1: already prepared. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So
0: Jesus doesn't warn us to scare us, but he warns us to prepare us. And that's Luke chapter 21. And uh, He he says, when you see these things begin to pass, right? He says, look up. Lift your heads for your redemption draws near. Your redemption draws near. He doesn't say, Look up and be happy because the Antichrist is about to take over and the entire world is about to be wiped out and you're all going to starve to death. <laughs> Yay! That's not what he says. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not what I preach. Right. He says, Look up. Yeah. You're about to be redeemed. I'm bringing redemption and it's going to be awesome, right? It's good. It's really good. So the Lord always gives us a warning or he gives us a head up for for major events within the world. Noah was warned of the flood. Uh, The angels warned Lot. Joseph was warned to escape the wrath of Herod right? And that's a pretty big deal, you know? And he did that. Elijah was going to be raptured. The school, the prophets knew it. So Elijah, uh, so and so did Elijah. Elijah knew it. The prophets knew it. Elisha knew it. They didn't know if it was going to happen in this town or that town or that town or in this place or that place. They just knew that Elijah was going to be raptured. It's going to be exactly like that. It's gonna be just like that and then they came out and they made fun of the rapture and you know what they said they said go up ye bald head <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty lame today right It's like come on don't you know how to cut somebody down better than that <laughs> go up ye bald head. <laughs> Right on. It's like, hey, man. It's like, come on, man. What are you doing? For them to to call him a bald head was literally them calling him a prostitute Mm. because the prostitutes would shave their heads and they would wear a wig. Oh, wow. So I'm not going to go off any further than that because there's no need to. But they're like, Mr. Rapture, dude, (laughs) is actually a girl. That's basically what they're saying. And we're told the same thing today. People make fun of us for believing in the rapture of the church. And And the deal is we're responsible for knowing this and for waiting for King Jesus. The Bible says in Amos 3, 7, surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing it to his servants, the prophets. We're going to know, dude, it's fixing to happen. Yeah. It's fixing to happen. Like what I was saying all day long on Friday. Leanna's coming back. Yeah. She's about to be here. It's fixing to happen. She's about to be here. And it's like, so I gotta get ready. And I want her, I want her to know that I'm excited about her showing up again. Right. Right? I I jump up, run to the door, hug her and kiss her and tell her I love her. I say, man, dude, I missed you so much. And this, that, that. I'm not just going to be sitting there and go, hey, you're interrupting uh, (laughs) the new Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's craziness. Matthew 25 says those people will be left out.
1: I leave you out too that's what you're That's right. like. When I you got- do
0: that? <laughs> yes. Dude, if you come home to your husband, he's you like, oh, okay. Well, I thought you were going to come in later. I was like binging on a loan. And I'm sitting here watching <laughs> these guys try and survive these greases and yada yada. Which I did binge on a loan.
1: <laughs> it's good, right?
0: It's so good. <clears throat> I love it.
1: We've been watching it so much; it's so good. So yeah, yeah. But so, no, yeah. I'd be like, "Excuse me," I'd walk right out the door and leave your butt there. <laughs> that's
0: exactly right. So I get So it. that's his attitude. <clears throat> so he says he says uh, he talks about Abraham in Genesis eighteen. He says, "Am I going to hide the thing that I'm doing?" And the answer to that was no. To the people that he's in covenant with, he wants to reveal things to them. For so the understanding that has come through the past several centuries that comes from the scripture that says no man knows the day or the hour is literally we can't have any idea when Jesus is coming back. So I'm not going to believe in it. That is baloney. Yeah. We're responsible for knowing the season, for knowing the about timing. We just don't know the exact timing. That's good. And we're actually responsible for that. So the rapture of the church and the marriage supper of the lamb are by invitation only. Mm,
1: wow.
0: And so you got to be the friend of God. You got to be the bride. You got to be okay. excited about him. You got to be looking for him. You got to be like
1: dressed and ready, dressed and ready. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. You, you got to be dressed and ready. And the ones that are not, in Matthew chapter twenty-five, the ones that are not. So when, so when Jesus goes on to describe it, I would say, okay, also there's going to be two people getting ready to get married, and mm-hmm. one of them's going to disappear, and the other one's going to stay. Yeah. There's going to be two people in the field; they're going to be working. One of them's going to be, one of them's going to disappear. Another, there's going to be two people in a bed, and one of them is going to disappear, and one of them's going to be found, going to be stand there. Yeah. And everybody's going to go. What the heck? You
1: know what's funny? What one of my sons, Christopher, he has red curly hair. He's so funny. He's the troublemaker though, but he'll grow out of it. It's fine. I, I um, like him a troublemaker. Yeah. And so if if he can't find me or Matthew, my husband, or any of the other kids, he gets really scared that the rapture happened. <laughs> and he's told me this like three or four times. He's I like, thought Mom, I missed it. I couldn't find you.
0: <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> I I thought, thought
1: it happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, bless him. That that is hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so here's what I'd like to ask everybody. Do you guys think that at the end of the tribulation, right before Jesus actually comes back and puts his big old foot on the Mount of Olives, do you think people are planning their marriages then? Is that what you think? Do you think it's business as usual? Do you think people are out in the field working? Dude, the sun is strobing. Yeah, that's right. It's going black and then it's going hot. Then it's going black (laughs) and it's going hot. Uh, All the waters, there's no more fish. Everybody's died. There's billions and billions and billions of people. Do you think everybody's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have time to look for Jesus because I just have too many plans. Nobody has any plans. The entire earth is in full-blown survival mode by the end of the reign of the Antichrist. No, Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back soon, and we got to look for him today. So here's the deal. The feasts of the Lord have the spring feasts, and the spring feasts have already been fulfilled by King Jesus on the actual day. So there's seven feasts of the Lord that God made to make us understand what the big markers in humanity, the big milestones in humanity when it comes to redemption had to be fulfilled. So the first one was Passover, okay? And that pointing to the Messiah as our Passover lamb while um, whose blood would be shed for our sins. Okay, that happened on the day of the cross. That was actually then. Then there's the unleavened bread, pointing to the Messiah's sinless life, making him the perfect sacrifice for our sins. Okay, what is that? That was when he was actually in the ground. All right, then there's first fruits, pointing to Messiah's resurrection as the first fruits of righteousness. That's the day that he resurrected to the day, to the actual day right? And then the next one is Pentecost. The next one is Pentecost. And uh, harvest of the souls and indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And guess when the Holy Spirit came? On the day. Wow. So what I'm telling you is that there's three left. The first four talked about the first coming of King Jesus. The last three talk about the second coming of King Jesus. Yeah. You know what the next one is? Trumpets. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell mm-hmm. you the rapture of the church will fall, I believe with all my heart, will fall on the day of Rosh Hashanah and you're like, whoa, stop. You just blaspheme. You can't do that. Like, why can't I? Because he says no man knows the day or the hour. Here's the deal. No man knows the day or the hour of Rosh Hashanah. Yeah,
1: Wow, wow. It's the
0: only feast that nobody knows the day or the hour. And in fact, in the Jewish culture, if you say no man knows the day or the hour, it literally means look at Rosh Hashanah. Wow. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah does not begin on a calendar date it begins about on a calendar day and it's determined by when you tiny when you see the tiny 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 sliver of the moon and only the watchers are looking for it wow. the watchman on. on the wall that's
1: so prophetic
0: i know and then you know what happens they go i see it i see it then they blow the trumpet wow. okay jesus is coming back with a mighty with a mighty shout and a trumpet blast yeah it's Rosh Hashanah.
1: That's good. That's but you're good. like,
0: but wait, nobody knows the day or the hour. Nobody knows the day or the hour of Rosh Hashanah. They know the day and the hour of every single other one of these, but the Feast of Trumpets.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: It's like, okay, well, what if it's cloudy and you can't see the cloud, then you can't see the moon. Okay, well, then you got to wait until it's not cloudy. Right. So it's all about, it's all determined by the people that are actually the watchman on the wall and they're looking.
1: That's good. Isn't
0: that crazy That's stuff? Really, really and good. then after that, is uh the Day of Atonement. You know what that is? That's gonna be the great white throne judgment. Hmm. Judgment Day. That's yeah. what the Day of Atonement is. Yeah. And then, then you know what it's then you know what's after that? Tabernacles. That's gonna be when the Bible says that the new Jerusalem literally touches the earth. And this is what it says. They said, Now it will be said that God has truly tabernacled among men. Wow. Those things will be fulfilled to the day. So friends, I'm just telling you this, that there's actually a three-day window for Rosh Hashanah. It starts with the high priest sees the silver of the new moon that has to be pointed out. out. Uh, The priest has to blow the shofar 100 times. And then the feast starts at the end of the 100th last trumpet. That's when the feast begins. Wow. Well, you know what's going to happen? At the last trumpet, the Word of God says, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. That wow. is the rapture of the church and it happens on Rosh Hashanah and and I'm not going to miss it.
1: Dang, I feel like we should write a song about that.
0: You think so, at man? At the
1: last trumpet. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: I, Guys, uh, all this information is in our brand new calendar.
1: Yes, it is. This is so, so cool. And so you just learned a ton about that. And hey, all the rest is in here. All all the details of the Jewish feasts, all of the signs in the heavens for the particular month. You can actually go on here, pick a day, and see the readings that the your brother, your Jewish brothers and sisters are reading at that day. We can join along with them and do that.
0: You know, uh, Rosh Hashanah is coming up. Yes. What if it's this year? <laughs> Come hey, on, listen, come I'm on, gonna Jesus. You, I'm in. Yeah. Now look, I got plans. I got stuff I want to do, but I promise you, Jesus ain't going to mess anything up I'm doing.
1: Right. He's going to make it, he's, he's going to make, make it, it all
0: better. Now look, we don't understand how all that is going to be. We don't understand that. Yeah. But I understand I've never had Jesus show up that he didn't make everything better. Right. That's so why would I not trust him in that? And so I totally trust him. So Rosh Hashanah is actually coming up. Pastor, are you saying that Jesus might come back in September this year? He might. Okay, come I'm on, I'm saying Jesus. he might. And here's what I'm saying. The only people that will actually be looking for him during Rosh Hashanah are people who respect the Hebrew calendar. Wow. Who respect the feast of the Lord. They're That's not so the good. Jewish feast, they're the feast of the Lord. And our Jewish friends are the stewards of those things. Yeah. That's the one new man. That's the whole thing that God Almighty's been trying to do throughout the centuries. Guys, we made a stab at that. We made an incredible stab at that by actually producing an incredible calendar that is both the Gregorian calendar and it is also the Hebrew calendar. And it has all the feasts, the last page on there actually has the feast, the fulfillment of the feast and how Rosh Hashanah actually looks like the rapture of the church. We actually have a page on that. We also have all my looking up materials of how the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork A day to day at utter speech, night and night, it reveals nothing knowledge, and there is no language where their voice is not heard. That's all in there. We have numbers that preach. Uh, Numbers 1 all the way through 30 is also in this, and we tie it all together with the Jewish feast, with the portion that is being read uh, upon the Jewish uh, calendar of the Torah. What is everybody reading? It's got the Hebrew holidays on it. It's got uh, the Gregorian holidays on it. It is a 16-month calendar, and it's available right now. All right. Well, Miss Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for teaching me. Like, yeah, I, I love that.
0: It's good stuff. And guys, and until the next time I see you, I call you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, and highly favored of the Lord. Bye-bye, everybody.